Hi, this is Jeanette Creamore, or you may know me as JC. Welcome to Laugh, Learn, Lead, a podcast show that helps project sponsors, project managers, and their teams shape their project success stories. I'll be sharing interviews that bring a different perspective to what project success looks and feels like, as well as unpacking our conversations to provide insights and practical tips. Stay tuned and enjoy. Hi listeners, last episode I caught up with Karen Ferris, self-professed organisational change management rebel with a cause. We talked about her book Game On, the tactics to win when leading change is everyone's business, why change management is needed for all projects, and what we can each do to make a difference. Today I want to talk about the term psychological safety, something Karen referenced um, in our conversation um, in particular, Amy Edmondson, um, and I've looked up probably her definition of what psychological safety is, and she says it is a shared belief that the team is safe for interpersonal risk-taking. Now, I must admit, it's kind of a newer term um, I hadn't really heard of before, but when I read that definition, I absolutely relate to it. And some of the things that um, I work through with project teams is exactly that, how to feel safe. These are people that um, you may not know. You're coming together for the very first time and there's already a sense of urgency. We've got to get things done. And sometimes we fall into the trap of not creating that safe space So I was thankful for Karen for raising that and um, today I want to talk a little bit more about it and um, are we um, feeling safe at work and in our project teams? I know on occasions I have felt embarrassed, um, bullied, anxious um, to have a voice. You might think that's surprising that I'm on a podcast but yeah, um, when I first started out uh, in in projects, um, very male dominant industry, um, quite um, technology language, and so if I would ask a question or I would offer a suggestion, the response that I got um, made me feel as if I was um, inadequate, and yeah, so. I don't know about you, but I know that on occasions um, I've actually sat quiet because um, I didn't feel safe. And project teams must create those environments um, because we all bring our strengths and our stories and our dreams to work and we are different. And so how do we go about creating that? I'll, I'm going to put a bit of a positive spin on this and and talk about when we do feel safe, this is some of the behaviour and conversations um, that are happening. We actually have, um, we, we foster that collaborative approach. So we um, engage openly. Uh, we might have workshops where we um, invite everyone to contribute and that can be through many techniques but most common it's through sticky notes because that way it allows individuals to sit down and think and write down their thoughts and then present them up on a, um, a wall where they might group like for like with other um, people in the room of, of their thoughts and ideas. Um, and that's 
So collaboration is also about um, listening and understanding what that other person's um, idea or suggestion, where it's based from, um, what uh, career journey have they had, what experience have they had, and so why are they bringing these um, suggestions to the table? Um, so if you're feeling um, safe in a collaboration environment, um, you will interact, um, you will have open, open dialogue, um, and there will be debate. And debate is not a bad thing. Debate is about challenging one another's thoughts and ideas. So think about when you might be shutting down a conversation because you might disagree with that person and it's actually not healthy. You're actually creating an unsafe space when you shut down a conversation. So if there is debate in a team or um, a workshop, um, think of it as how you can foster that constructive approach to that debate. Listen to the pros and cons on both sides and um, talk it through. Um, so that's how I find collaboration works well when there's that high energy, high conversation, a lot of visual aids um, in the room, you know, sticky notes, wall charts, people drawing um, models. They could be mapping out a process. Um, they could be um, having conversations like um, language could be what if, what if we were to. And those what-if conversations are really about um, expressing new ideas and identifying um, opportunities for change uh, when we are actually um, having what-if conversations. We can be encouraging other people to speak up as well because it gives them a chance to challenge their status quo, what they're stuck in, what they're seeing as problems, and it helps foster that um, environment where we are feeling valued and safe. Other ways that you can um, establish those um, team environments that, that has everyone feeling um, valued is also promote um, learning and inclusion. Now, I am very much uh, a curious person and so my probably one of my um, top strengths is learning um, I'm a very big learner. I read a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I ask questions. And my questions um, sometimes can be deemed as uh, invasive um, because I'm asking questions that I need to understand. So if you're in a room with people and they're asking questions, it's because they don't get it. It means that they don't understand your context to their experience and situation. So asking questions is creating a safe environment for people who want to learn and understand where they fit in or the context that you're referring to makes sense to them. Um, another learning technique is um, what I call experiment. Make mistakes often. Um, you might think mistakes um, are costly I know that mistakes um, that are learnt quickly um, actually get you to redirect your energy and your focus to the things that matter. So a learning environment uh, for teams 
actually um, increases the productivity um, tenfold. So you ask questions, you experiment, you learn from mistakes. And when that's happening, people are feeling as if they're treated fairly because they're feeling as if they're bringing, um, able to bring their experience and ideas um, to the table um, and that they're that open contribution that they don't feel um, like an outsider. So, yeah, so think about in your project teams, do you have psychological safety? Now, it's a term, as I said, I hadn't heard much about, um, but when I dig deep into that. Um, it's what I just all talked about. It's providing um, the, the the structures, the processes, um, the conversation, the languages for people to feel safe. And when people feel safe, they will bring the best version um, to the team. Um, and that's why I think that was a great um, topic to talk about today because leading into I think we've got oh geez maybe eight weeks really of productive work um, in this calendar year ahead of us Um, maybe less for some maybe six because we've got the Christmas wind down and people are already starting to tap out and and get focused on their Christmas parties etc so think about how can you ensure that the last few weeks you've got together before the Christmas close down, you are creating that safe place for your team to be very productive because the pressure is going to be on. Some people may have that sense of anxiety. Some people might um, feel um, embarrassed if they ask a question to get their job done. They just need clarification or they may need some support in an area. So I'd be interested to know um, from you how you feel in your project team and what difference you can make um, to have that that safety so that the whole team can um, celebrate success together. So that's just a little quick unpack from me today. Um, I'll provide a link and everything in um, on my website so that you can actually look up some of this material. But yeah, um, my tip is to ask Google, but uh, and and listen to some of the podcasts and the TED talks that are out there. And this is becoming uh, one of the key measures of um, organisational um, performance and productivity are the indicators around. Um, people feeling um, valued, people feeling safe and people feeling included um, in their workplace. So ensure that your project team um, has the opportunity to to create and foster um, those tips and tricks that I just shared. To sum up though, my three tips are get to know each other As I mentioned, we all bring our own strengths and our own um, career stories and our skills and our dreams to work. Take time to get to know one another. And it's um, there's some ways that you can go about that. And the simplest way I like to do that is to have some fun with it. Um, Some of the things that I do in workshops is if you were to be a cartoon character, what would you be and why? Now, 
um, or what is your favourite animal and, um, you know, what does that animal represent for you? Um, uh, my favourite animal is a dolphin um, because a dolphin for me um, represents that curiosity but freedom, you know, um, freedom to explore and freedom to feel as if um, um, anything is possible. Get to know each other. Understand your team's um, family, what they like. Um, the reason why people need to leave at 3 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon may be because they actually need to go and pick up their child from school and take them to swim lessons. Or it might be the only opportunity they actually get to see them um, do dance recitals or whatever it is. The second tip is establish some team norms. Um, what I'd suggest here you do is um, same thing, use a technique where you can all contribute and you might come up with your top five or your top ten and there are more statements like um, we will respect um, people's time and that kind of links back to what I was mentioning before is if someone has to leave work early because of a family commitment, we will respect that. Or if someone chooses to work um, four days a week um, and they might do their emails on a Sunday because that's their thinking time, you know, respect people's time could be one of your team norms. Another team norm might be um, once a week we will acknowledge uh, what someone, um, each of us have contributed and it might be um, all what you call celebrating the small wins. There's simple ways, but they're kind of like your team rules or your team norms, I like to call them, um, how we want to um, be treated, how we want to be talked to, um, how we want to be included. So workshop them together and once you've established them, the um, I actually ask that you review them because over time what will happen is new norms will need to be brought into the team because um, the norms that we started with are now our just what we do. It's our um, subconscious um, just doing what we becomes our norm. So we have to introduce new norms to keep our teams fresh and healthy. Um, and the third tip is collaboration is learning. Um, it's not about winning. Um, I've often seen teams um, not practice collaboration because they feel um, that they could be competing or um, that they need to win and it's absolutely collaboration for me is about learning. Um, as I was saying, it's about asking questions. It's about including other people's strengths and skills. So that's about it for today. Um, just, a, a, just a quick one, but my three tips um, for psychological safety, if we're using that term, thanks, Karen, for the reference, um, is one, get to know each other, two, establish your team norms and practice them, and three, collaboration is learning. Um, and as I sign off, my favourite um, Karen quote from our conversation was, transformation is not new, disruption is. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a few ideas to take action. I would love for you to rate and review the show. I too need feedback to learn. Cheers for now. Remember, a day without laughter is a day wasted.